0: Radio Influence.
1: Why
0: Crusher?
2: It's good to see you.
0: You're listening to Crush Performance with the Crusher, Jeff Crushell. Get in on the talent grid and text crush at 101260 with your questions, comments, or smart ass remarks. <laughs> Welcome to Crush Performance, everybody. Jeff Crushell here, the comment behind the glass, and we are your weekly source for performance information. Happy New Year. Back in the studio, kicking off 2020 in grand style today. If you want to get in touch with us, do so. Crushperformance.com is the website. You can follow me on Twitter, at Jeff Crush. On Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, search out Crush Performance. We're just hooking you up with the world of performance. The question of the day, what is your goal objective for 2020. If you have a New Year's resolution, let us know. We're going to be talking about exactly that today. What do you have to do to get set up for success as you tackle this new year or whatever it is you're doing? Not everybody sets their goals and objectives around the new year, but I'm a huge fan of goal setting and I'm a big, big believer in the power of thinking big. Today, we are going to be joined by a crush favorite. And it's becoming more of an annual affair here on Crush Performance as we talk with the world's number one coach of champions, the zone coach, Jim Fannin, will join us. And if you've heard Jim on the show before, you'll know why we're so fired up to start our 2020 with him as our number one guest. And uh, we'll be talking about everything from organizational performance to achieving your goals to helping your students, your children, yourself. Just get done what you need to get done. There are tricks to the trade. Make no mistake. There are strategies, there are themes, there are rules of engagement, and at the same time, you can be as creative as you want, because there's no two situations that are exactly the same. So regardless of what your goals and objectives are, if you're trying to track down that varsity team spot, if you're trying to chase down a college scholarship for next year, if you're looking to land that promotion or get that first pro contract, uh, that's what we're going to be talking about today, and I'm really, really excited about it. Con man. Happy New Year to you, my good friend.
2: Happy New Year, Crush. How, is, uh, how was everything?
0: Very, very good. I'm telling you what, we were like at the epicenter of the Crush family holiday season. We hosted five major dinners and events over the holiday season, and it was truly a ton of fun. You know, I just sort of... Somewhere around mid-December, I just threw in the towel and just let it go, man. It was so much food, so much great stuff going on. People coming, people going. Uh, So I really, really enjoyed the holiday season. But I'm telling you right now, I am more than ready to get after 2020. And it's shaping up to be quite a year already, especially when we look at the sporting scene and everything that's going on there. It's going to be a very, very interesting year here on Crush Performance.
2: Absolutely. Any Olympic year, I think, is a special one for sure. And uh, that's obviously going to be something to watch out. Later on in the season, I, I'm sure there will be controversy involved with the Olympics. There always are, and uh, plenty of plenty of good storylines going on right now. Yeah, the Olympic Gears are one
0: of our favorites. We'll be covering that at great length. There's already controversy with the Russian ban again. I mean, this whole fire has just been reignited, and uh, we'll get into that on another day. But that is just uh, incredibly amazing to me that we're at a situation with another uh, global ban uh, for Russia in international sport. Again, another hot topic, and there's, a, there's something to learn from that as well. In the course of this year, Con Man, we've got three major themes uh, that we're going to be sort of honing in on, along with all the other great crush stuff. The start of the pro seasons, the collegiate sports, March Madness, the research articles, and the great guests we have on. Uh, we have three overlying themes that I really want to try to cover this year, and uh, the first one being organizational performance. I think it's a really, real important uh, topic, especially in today's day and age, where there's just so much opportunity. And with the analytics and the science and the technology that we now have, there are great, great opportunities out there, not just in sport, but for organizations to tap into the potential of their employees, their students, um, and most certainly their athletes. Uh, So organizational performance is going to be a real hot theme here in 2020 for Crush Performance. We're also going to tackle at great length A conversation everybody knows we're passionate about. And that's specialization in sport. The downside of the upside. With the greatest of intentions, could it be we're destroying more talent than we're creating? By overscheduling and specializing our young athletes into one sport early on. We know the sporting landscape has changed. It is a business. It's an industry. And as a matter of fact, developmental sport is an industry that's generating more revenue than any of the professional sports by themselves in 2017 developmental uh, in 2017 it was reported that developmental sport in North America generated upwards of 18 billion dollars in revenue more than any of the pro organizations and I'm telling you that's the training centers the travel teams the academies the year-round training that we're now seeing it's uh, it, it, it's good in a lot of ways but there's also a lot of things going wrong inside of this new Sport development format that we're in and specialization is certainly one of them with the greatest of intentions. We want to give our athletes every opportunity to have the advantage in their sport. But I'm telling you right now, multiple sports, as long as possible, the data doesn't lie. We're going to be covering that at great length. And of course, we are going to get back to it very, very seriously. The Crush War on Sugar will continue. Such an important conversation. Uh, we did not do it justice last year. We only had about five or six episodes and where we dedicated or at least committed or tried to talk about having one episode per month dedicated to performance nutrition and the Crush War on Sugar. Well, there's a lot of great new information out there and a lot of tools. And theories that could really, really help you help your children, help your kids, help your employees, help everybody just be better. And we'll be talking about that. Today, however, we are going to focus on getting you set up for 2020. Connor, I'm gonna ask you this. Do you have a resolution? Are you a New Year's resolution guy?
2: No, no. I I think I'm kind of more on the side where if I want to do something, doesn't matter. You know, I don't try to wait to the new year to do it. I just I just go out there and this year, though, coincidentally, it was a little bit after I figured I need to start drinking more water. So I don't know Ugh. if you saw I bought this uh, 1.5 liter and every day I come to work, I make sure I finish that that bottle of water. So I guess that would be one for me. I, I am trying to drink more water and it, it's not easy. I'm not the guy who, who just crushes water every day. I know some people do. I know when I'm in here with Jason Strudwick, it might be his athletic background, but he's just going through the water like crazy. For me, it's a little more forced. So I just keep it right beside me and just down it as fast as I oh, can. Oh,
0: such a good goal, man. And that's something that every day, right? That's yeah. a daily thing. It's not, it's not a big, massive change in your life, but that's one of those little targeted things day to day to day to day can have a massive impact. Have you noticed a difference yet?
2: Uh, you know, I feel a little bit better. I'm starting to enjoy it a little bit more. Uh, I haven't noticed. And I know a lot of people say drink more water. You're going to start to lose some weight. Haven't noticed it on a on a big scale, but a little bit. Am I? I'm i only a couple of weeks into it. So yeah. we'll see what happens long term. But yeah, th- th- that's probably something I'm trying to look forward to in 2020. Just Doing that a little bit more.
0: Oh, drinking water and sleeping better. Two of the lowest hanging fruit when it comes (laughs) to uh, human performance. No question about it. So good for you. And don't be afraid about a little flavor. Of yeah, yeah, Be careful where that flavor comes from. But, you know, squeezing a lime or a lemon in there in the morning can really get you going. We say to our athletes, when you wake up in the morning, try to have at least a cup or two cups done before or in you before you're done your breakfast, on your way to school or training, drink. It's just a continuous thing over the entire day.
2: Great great objective man. and one question for you your thoughts on the the flavored waters those bubblies, things like that are you a fan of them so
0: the soda stream was actually on the crush top gift for the athlete this year so i'm a big fan of anything that will get athletes drinking more water the the problem is you have to be careful again this goes right back to our war on sugar you have to be careful on what's giving you the flavor in that water it could say zero calories it could say zero sugar but something's making it taste sweet if you're adding a sweetened sort of flavor system and even those zero calorie artificial sweeteners are devastating to human metabolism so that's why we like to stick with things like uh, you know slices of orange or you know put some blueberries in there the night before slice up some blueberries and strawberries just let it sit overnight kind of like you're marinating your water we have jugs in our fridge with slices of lemon in it and we just keep refilling it so those are better strategies i think but you do have to be careful with those flavor systems but i'm a huge huge fan of the soda stream i want them to we need to partner them with our show because anything that gets people cutting back their sugar and drinking more uh we're all on board for that
2: absolutely and yeah that that was a tough one i know a lot of people Try to cut back on the pop. And, and I always kind of recommend that, well, you know, why don't you try these flavored waters? They're, they're still carbonated. You know, maybe they're not perfect, but they slowly get you off this the soda that's just loaded with sugar.
0: Yeah, which is so important. And those sodas and liquid calories are the biggest culprit when it comes to obedi- obesity, diabetes. And again, people, performance. Sugar and human performance, they don't mix. Yes, we need energy to perform, but it's got to be the right kind of energy. Again, big topic for this year. Today, however, coming up right after this break, we will be talking to the number one coach of champions, his own coach, Jim Fannin. Connor, always a crush favorite for sure. Always great information, so we know that's coming. But today, we're going to talk about setting it up, performance plan, having a blueprint just like as if you were building a house or taking on any project, you gotta have some kind of a plan, and that's what we're gonna
2: get to today. Yeah, I know. I'm looking forward to it. Always, always a crush favorite here. We got a text at ten twelve sixty. I want to get this to you very quickly. Okay, Crusher, what is your go to meal before a big game, and how long before do you eat it? Coming in from Rockford.
0: Yeah, that's a great question, Rockford. And I'm telling you, there's no simple cookie-cutter answer here. It depends on the person. It depends on the type of food you eat. It depends on the type of food you like. It depends how nervous or anxious you get before the games. So we say major meals, we like to sort of target 90 minutes to an hour before the game. Snacks, 45 minutes, 30 minutes, and the smaller pre-game carbohydrate type, depending on the sport, Uh, snack 15 minutes before but there's no single strategy here it depends the food you like it depends the food it depends on the food you're also used to and the type of sport or training you're going into as well
2: yeah i I go back to like playing football or soccer i could have a a bowl of pasta an hour before and i'd be good i had friends who couldn't eat three hours before even if it was a light salad they just it did not work for them so i think it must be an athlete to athlete type basis but
0: it is. Well, there's strategies there for pre-game nutrition for sure, but it is very individual. And that's why, you know, we actually get our athletes in practice and in training, practicing their eating plan for competition because that is as important as anything else you're going to do to get ready for your competition. Great question. Keep them coming. Again, the crush question of the day. What is your goal or objective for 2020? Coming up right after this break, the coach of champions. Jim Fanner, will join us to set us up. For success in 2020. Stick around. Okay, so we all know how a VPN protects your privacy and security online, right? But what I didn't know until recently, and it's taken my TV watching game to the next level, is that you can use a VPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. Over the weekend, I used ExpressVPN to binge Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Australian Netflix. It was so simple. I just fired up the ExpressVPN app, change my location to Australia, refresh Netflix, and that's it. See, ExpressVPN hides your IP address and lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from almost 100 different countries, so just think about all the Netflix libraries you can go through. Love anime? Use ExpressVPN to access Japanese Netflix and be spirited away. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service. Hulu, BBC, iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason I use ExpressVPN to watch shows is it's ridiculously fast. There's never been any buffering or lag, and you can stream HD no problem. ExpressVPN is also compatible with all your devices, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, so you can watch what you want on the go or on the big screen wherever you are. And right now, if you visit my special link at expressvpn.com crush, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's That's expressvpn.com slash crush with a K to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want, and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash crush. More Crush Performance coming right up. You're listening to Crush Performance, your weekly source for sport performance and athletic development information. Get the Crush blogs, podcasts, and performance links at crushperformance.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Crush Performance 2020. Glad you're joining us today. If you want to get in touch with us, please reach out. CrushPerformance.com is our website. Info at Crush Performance is the email. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Crush. And if you want to text us today, the question of the day, what is your goal or objective for 2020? We're going to be uh, joined here momentarily by Crush Favorite, the number one coach of champions, the zone coach, Jim Fannin. Uh, But to get some of our uh, texts here today, uh, what are your goals or objectives for 2020. Hey, Jeff Conman, my goal is to get our new business going with the wife. Excellent. I love it. Family business. What is the business, man? Let us know. We'll plug it. I'm all I'm all about big, big goals. And speaking of big goals, my goal is to summit three peaks this year, which means ramping up my cardio and endurance training. I'd like to know which three peaks you're targeting. Like, that could be a big, major feat right there. And there are some big ones. I'd like to become a better snowboarder, Mike. Absolutely, man. And that's a good goal, seeing as how we're giving away some Marmot lift tickets, for sure. So uh, keep them coming, everybody. But right now, let's get you set for accomplishing those goals and having some success in 2020 with our good friend, Jim Fannin. Jim, thanks so much for joining us today. Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year. Well, so great to have you on. This is becoming somewhat of an annual affair, having you on to uh, get everybody kick-started for 2020. Now, me personally, Jim, I kind of like the new year as a launching point, or at least as a reference point for evaluating my last year, looking forward to the new year. I know it's not for everybody, but um, regardless, I'm a big fan of setting goals and setting up plans moving forward. I really try to encourage that for my athletes. And I know uh, with your book, Blueprint, you're a big fan
1: of this as well. Well, this has been a, a, a really positive, busy time of year for me. Last quarter and, and obviously this quarter, uh, you know, you're not only uh, closing down 2019, you're shutting down an entire decade. You know, what have you learned in the last decade that you can take forward into this new decade? And, um, you know, the key is out with the old, learn from it and then bury it uh in the backyard except to dig up for a positive, funny story maybe. Uh, But it's all in with the new, and we definitely need to be realistic. I think a lot of people make resolutions, and, uh, you know, I'm going to write a novel. That may or may not be realistic, but uh, those statements, uh, there is a process that goes into that, and sometimes uh, it's a wish, uh, and it's uh, not really a positive resolution with a blueprint.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. And there are tools and techniques that can be used to help people work towards success. But I think you mentioned something very important there. Uh, Maybe step number one is learning from the past and then setting a realistic goal going forward. Jim, I'm a big, big fan of big dreams, big ideas, and I know you are as well. How do you find that balance between, you know, really wanting to get something done and then realizing what's realistic along the way to actually accomplishing that particular goal?
1: Well, you know, you know we all have our dreams, and uh, we shouldn't let go of them. But uh, if you want to accomplish something, In 2020, by the time this 12 months, 365 days are over, uh, the best way that I've found, and I've used this with companies and athletes for uh, almost 50 years, is to work backwards in reverse. Um, To do something on a yearly basis, you really need to have passion uh, because passion will get you back on track when you stumble, the passion for your dream or vision. But you're really, breaking it down is wise. How do you eat an elephant? Obviously, one bite at a time. So if I want to accomplish, uh, let's just pick something simple, hundred grand. I want to make $100,000. Well, I know I need $8,333.33 every month. I'm not, I'm not talking taxes or anything, but I, I'm going to need that. Um, and then what am I going to do? And how am I doing in the fourth quarter of 2020? So I take all, all my clients in advance. They go to B, and then we chronologically reverse engineer from B from the fourth quarter to the third quarter to the second quarter uh, right up to this phone call. And what that does, Jeff, it, it illuminates a pathway, and it also gives you more assurance that you'll close, that closing strong will happen because that's how we started, B to A. Uh, and then clear your mind. You've got a plan, uh, and then uh, it can be broken down, for, you know, one day at a time, one meeting at a time. And then you walk on that pathway as if it's so. You've got to be it, a $100,000 person long with, before somebody's going to give you hundred grand. You've got to be worth a million and make a million, but you, you've got to feel and be that person, act like that person, be disciplined, focused, confident, cool and calm and passionate like a person that, that can command that kind of money. So that, that's just one process, uh, part of the process of a, of a you know, long-term blueprint.
0: Yeah, we're talking with our good friend, Jim Fannin, the coach of champions. You could check out his fantastic information at jimfannin.com. Uh, his latest book, The Blueprint, uh, Proven, uh, Proven Plan for Successful Living, is available there as well. Uh, and Jim, you talk about the process, and, and I think that is applicable to almost anything human beings are trying to accomplish. Um, and it is a process of trying, succeeding, Failing, learning, and then moving forward. So, uh, not to age myself too much, but I'm entering my fifth decade. (laughs) You talk about learning decades. I was reflecting back here uh, not too long ago to, uh, you know, just sort of, you know, think back to what I was thinking even two or three decades ago, and it's changed over time. But I think of everything that I've learned and all the mistakes I've made and learned from, that's kind of the ongoing process here because I am right now, you know, looking at my future and what I want to accomplish, and it it doesn't seem any closer than it did 30 years ago,
1: if that makes sense. Hmm. Well, I I find, uh, uh, you, you know, you've definitely accomplished so much because of goal setting. Hey, Jeff, can I throw a curveball into this interview? Yeah, anytime. Absolutely, anytime. You know, you, know, you came up uh, uh, at the top of our segment and talked about what some goals are. What if I just give absolute concrete tips to whatever those things were? Yeah, love it. You want to go for it? Absolutely. Let's go off the cuff. Uh, you you tell me what the that person's goals are and... Uh, Let's do a real quick uh, deep dive for the, this person. I think that's great. So everybody, our text question of the
0: day ten twelve sixty. You can text us there. Um, is what is your goal objective for twenty twenty? Well, here's one. Uh, here's one, um, uh, Jim, uh, that came in. My goal is to summit three peaks this year, which means ramping up my cardio and endurance training. So I'm thinking three major mountain climbing peaks. That's what I'm, that's my interpretation of that.
1: Okay, I'm going to go quickly on this. The first thing I would do. Uh, The peaks are really, the the peak time to climb the peaks is going to depend on weather and your time availability. Uh, Choose those dates wisely per location, put them in your calendar. Immediately after you put those dates, you want to have a recovery period mentally, physically, maybe even spiritually. So you don't want to just climb a peak and then get back into something else. You need a recovery period. And you put that in right along with uh, the uh, timeline of having your goal. And then you work in reverse from each peak, 30 days, 60 days, uh, back to where you are. Now, obviously, you'll have more time on the first one. Uh, You'll have less time to prepare for the second one. And uh, you may have less time to prepare for the third one depending on how far they're stretched out. But then you need to B to A, uh, that process, and see yourself at the summit. What's it going to feel like? And then reverse engineer. Know how you're getting down. Know how you're getting up. Uh, Eventually, you're going to have to have a blueprint, uh, a very stringent one with a backup plan in case conditions change. Uh, Anyway... That's what I do. That's I like what I do it for a living.
0: Yeah. I really like it. Hey, let me throw this one at you, Jim. This one's a little bit different. Um, and again, I don't know what the business is here, but Hey, Jeff con man, uh, my goal is to get our new business going with my wife. So this, uh, a listener is writing in, they're starting a, He's starting a business with his wife and they're getting it going. Sounds like this year, uh, very exciting. And that's a, that's a big challenge and it's unto itself.
1: Well, that's a big challenge. And, um, Let's talk about that. First of all, both of you need to have shared vision. Without shared vision, the partnership won't work. Secondly, if two partners always agree, one of them's not needed. If two partners in marriage are are all, always agree, then that person's not needed, especially in a business. So, the second, because it is your significant other, you have to agree to amicably disagree and that may happen then you need to identify three things for each person what is my responsibility how is the entity not not my spouse but the overarching entity of the business gonna hold me accountable and then what do I have the authority to do or not do can I sign a check can you sign a check uh, is there a limit? Do we have to talk to each other before? So, you, you, you know, for a husband and wife, it's like, I will figure it out on the fly. <laughs> I love you, you know? Yeah. You're my significant other. We'll, we'll figure it out. It's a great idea. We're going to make a lot of money. Uh, you better take a deep dive in a, a blueprint, a blueprint uh, on that because I, I've seen this scenario be very successful, but I've also seen it implode.
0: Right. Very, very interesting. I like that concept about two partners that agree one of them is not needed. Here's what I can comfortably say, and this makes me feel pretty good. My wife must really, really need me, Jim, because we're not seeing eye to eye, or at least I know. I love I, it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right, she, need, that, she needs me, well, man.
1: Especially, especially the wife. You know, she's looking out for the well-being of a lot of people. Uh, but she knows what you're doing. She probably knows you better than you know you, like like most wives know us. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I think disagreement um, is uh, healthy uh, because people are coming from different viewpoints. But the key to that is you need shared vision in the future. You know, shared vision, Jeff, brought you and your wife and my wife and I, shared vision brought us together. One of us, in the relationship, thought, wow, you know, it might be nice, you know, hanging out with her a lot, and then uh, living with her a lot, and raising a family with her, and uh, you know, that's how that works. So shared vision brings you together. The lack of shared vision, and especially in a in a business, will take you apart. So that couple needs to have shared vision for the relationship, which is separate than the business, and shared vision for the business.
0: Uh, fantastic stuff. I'll tell you, Miss Crusher has no problem voicing her opinion from time to time, and you know, in re- in reflection, it keeps you on your toes and it does keep you sharp. But typically, it really spurs on well, some. Hold on,
1: up. So- uh, hold up. I I think you said Ms. Crusher.
0: Miss Crusher. Yeah, exactly. She. <laughs>
1: I'm not going to leave that on the table. <laughs> yeah well,
0: I tell you what yeah it, it usually spurs on great conversation though, Jim, so I really really like that. Hey, before we go to break here, I want to throw this other one next one at you um here's a really interesting one. My goal is to be more present in the moment when spending time with my family, especially kids. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps reading that one, Jim. That is right out of uh, some of your conversations that we've had right here on the show
1: uh The average person today has eighty percent of their waking hours and thoughts in either the past or the future, and only 20% in the moment. We need to flip that around. And the only way to do that, to have 80% present and only 20% to go in the future, is to recognize that I'm only going to the future for planning, strategy, and tactics. But I'm going to get a blueprint in every facet of my life, specifically my family. uh, And... um, So that is crucial, and I'm only going into the past not to bring up something you didn't do, not to bring up uh, about shoulda, coulda, woulda. I'm only going into the past for learning or analysis. Then you've got to separate business, uh, hobbies, uh, friends away from the family and let the family unit be a standalone. I've got a little 90-second rule. I'll do this as quickly as possible, Mm -hmm. but... The first 90 seconds has more impact on your relationship with your significant other uh, more than if you spent hours and hours with him or her later. So put down your phone, turn your phone off uh, before you get in the house, do it in the driveway, uh, shut down whatever you've been doing, playing golf or hockey or whatever you've been doing, turn that off and give your significant other The first 90 seconds, look her in the eye long enough to discern eye color, give her a hug, ask her how her day is or him. And uh, if you have little kids, hold them up uh, so that you can hug, show uh, your kids how to respect mom and how to treat their significant other years later. So hug your spouse first, then hug your kids. And you know we all violated that one. Yeah. All violated that one.
0: Yep, no, what a great goal. The 90-second rule, great daily goal there. Jim Fannin, we have to cut out for a quick break. Are you okay sticking around uh, for the next segment? I'm fired up. Awesome, great, everybody. Good. Good hey, keep, keep your texts coming. Again, the text question of the day, what is your goal or objective for 2020? We're going to be breaking them down. And after the break, I want to get to Jim talking about mindset, attitude, and what we can learn from Jim's top performers as they go about their business. Stick around, more Crush Performance with Jim Fannin right after this. Find out what it takes to be a top performer. Get the Crush blog, podcast, and newsletter at CrushPerformance.com. Now, back to the show. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Crush Performance. Jeff Grishel here, the con man behind the glass. We're your weekly source for performance information. Hey, reach out to us. Questions, comments, smart remarks. We love them all. If you have something you'd like us to investigate or if you need help with something, we answer every single message that we get. And uh, if we love your idea, or if you're okay with it, we may dedicate a segment or an entire episode to your message. So please write to us, crushperformance.com. Info at Crush is the email. Well, today, a really big show as we kick off 2020 with our good friend, the coach of champions, the zone coach, Jim Fannin. Jim, thanks for hanging on over the break.
1: Uh, thanks, Jeff. I'm, I'm always glad to be here.
0: Yeah. Hey, just wanted to let you know, uh, big thank you coming in over the text line for that conversation on spending more time with, uh, your family, especially the kids. Uh, the gentleman who wrote that message, uh, wrote back after listening to you talk, thanking you for the advice and he's going to apply it. And that's the power of this stuff, right, Jim? Simple little strategies that can make okay. big, big difference day to day in your lives and the people around
1: you. These are simple tools, and, uh, and they're sticky. You know, I, I have uh, many people that have been using these tools for 40 years. It's uh, kind of blown me away, and I'm a little in awe of it, but, but the tools definitely stick, and uh, uh, some of them are applicable to many things in your life, not just uh, one aspect.
0: Right. So the text question today, everybody, uh, you can get to us, 10, 12, 60, is what is your goal or objective for 2020? It doesn't necessarily have to be a gigantic, transformational New Year's resolution, but what are you going to try to accomplish? Um, Jim, that question out to you. How is your 2020 shaping up? And at this point in your career, you've impacted so many people, so many businesses and organizations. What could Jim Bannon possibly look forward to in 2020?
1: Well, on on New Year's Eve, after really designing my uh, 2020 blueprint, uh, the first was uh, vision, goals for family, Uh, that definitely uh, was first. Uh, My wellness, which is important, especially my age, and uh, those are at the top of the list. From a business perspective, um, for the first time in, in my entire career, Uh, I've licensed my SCORE system, this thought management system with all of its tools, I've licensed it to a company in New Jersey. And I must have turned down a hundred offers, but um, I've researched this company for three years and uh, was really in awe of them. It's a company of addiction treatment therapists. These Mm -hmm. are licensed therapists in the U.S. for uh, opioid addiction or alcohol addiction treatment. And they have an implant, Jeff, that uh, once the implant is put in by one of our surgeons, that takes like 20 minutes, uh, you will have no craving for alcohol or opioids for up to six months. No craving at all. And during that time, all the therapists were trained uh, to be zone coach therapists in the SCORE system, and also uh, because of that... Uh, we now have we have an 80% success rate, the national average in the U.S. Success rate for addiction treatment is 7%. So if I was coaching a baseball player and he's hitting a, a buck 20, obviously uh, he'd be in the minors and I'd be fired. So <laughs> right. uh, the system in the U.S. has been failing, and um, so that's why I decided to jump in, especially my hometown was badly uh uh, is badly scarred and continues to be that way uh, because of uh, heroin and uh, meth and you know the whole opioid crisis. So those that's what I'm doing, and I'm coming up with a new website, Jeff. I'm going to uh, give some basic cable of that website. It's simply called Zone Coach. So we're going to launch that probably in the second quarter of this year. Oh, wow. I have a full, I have a full plate. I love it. I
0: absolutely love it, Jim, and I can't wait to hear more about this. And for people who aren't familiar with Jim's work, you can go to jimfannon.com to learn more about the score system. You can punch the button there, and the five main components of the score system are self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, and enjoyment, and uh, you know, folding into the recovery zone, Jim. What an important project right now, especially if you look at the landscape. One of the things I wanted to ask you here before the end of the show is... You know, just for parents and coaches and teachers out there dealing with young people today. I don't think we've ever seen stress, anxiety, depression at these levels. And of course, I think the political landscape lays lays part blame to this and not necessarily for the kids themselves, but maybe the pressure they see their parents under. But also social media, so many things pulling our young people in different directions. And I think the timing of this, there couldn't be a better time, Jim. Thank goodness.
1: Well, there's three things, Jeff. There's thinking like a champion, a true champion in every life arena. There's also thinking like a victim of the conditions, the, you know the circumstances that, that you've been handed or, or the situations. And, uh, and then there's the judge, where you're judging everybody and anybody, uh, uh, but not really yourself. And you know, as a kid, you know growing up, especially you know in the first sixteen months of life if you're in a house full of judges, the odds are you're going to be a judge. Mm. And, it's, and if you're in a household of uh, people acting like a victim, poor, you know, woe is me, you're going to pick that up. You're going to mirror that. You're going to learn that very swiftly. And, and so if, if that's done over a child's life, they're going to be a victim or a judge uh, off into adulthood. So that cycle must stop. We stop that cycle. And then the second thing is parents, we've got to turn our kids into world-class decision-makers. They're only as good as what they think when we're not there. And they're going to be confronted with too much sugar and uh, opioids and, God forbid, all kinds of other stuff. When we as parents, we love them, uh, but we're not there. So uh, uh, parents, let's, let's start raising some decision-makers but that also means we need to let them fail every now and then judiciously. Allow that and let them learn from it. And uh, not always try to make everything perfect. And, uh, you know, life's pretty challenging right now, now Jeff. And you, you nailed it. It's probably more challenging with stress today than at any time, definitely in my lifetime.
0: Yep, I agree. We're talking with the coach of champions, crush favorite, Jim Fannin. Um, Jim, um, you know, a lot of people who get into that negative spiral or into that place where uh, things are challenging, sometimes it can almost seem unsurmountable, especially Jim, when you don't know what to do. And I think, you know, going back to our conversation from the last segment, one of the little things that just makes so much sense to me is that that 90 second rule, you know, just when you first I- are introduced to somebody, or you get home to see your family, or you get to work and see your 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 workmates or your teammates, um, spending the first ninety seconds just really engaged um, can really can really change things. But um, it, it's possible, isn't it? I think the message that I'd like it, to just well,
1: you know, it, first of all, it's a positive mental boomerang. I give you a smile because of mirror neurons, in, in our minds, we all have them. I smile at you, you're going to smile back. I have a buddy, uh, Jimmy Z, We when we go out socially and we'll go to a mall or we'll go to a movie, he'll see, see someone not smiling. He'll go out and go, hey, where can you buy the big smiles around here? I just can't seem to find any. <laughs> and that Love person it. just breaks out in a big smile. Of course, he does it all the time. <laughs> so, uh, but... Uh, You know, I I think it starts with us. We got to give some smiles, give some kindness, uh, be attentive, look people in the eye long enough to discern eye color, and then all positives are going to come back to you. Definitely.
0: Yep. I love it. And the whole concept of decision makers for our kids, for our students, for our employees. Man, Jim, I just can't stress this enough. I've been uh, living this for so many years since, since you and I first uh, worked together with some uh, Major League Baseball players. Um, even they need to make decisions, and we need to empower them to make decisions and at least be part of the decision-making process. I think that's a big part of it as well.
1: Well, it is, and part of that decision is what's the risk of what you're going to do right now or what you're planning on doing. What's the reward? Is thirty minutes of feeling good worth you dying or hurting someone else because you've done an opioid? Is that what we need to teach our kids risk and reward and make a decision. They need to make that decision. What's the risk? What's the reward? And I think when we do that, we're going to feel so much better. Uh, You know, when our kids leave, that they'll be decision-makers with our grandkids. um, But also, uh, the peer group today, because of stress and because of social media, those two things, uh, the peer group is extremely influential. That's an understatement. Mm -hmm. Never, ever has the peer group of our kids been more powerful, ever. Ever. And so this decision-making to where they can say no uh, and they, or they can take a leadership role and inspire others uh, to be their genuine, authentic, best self, uh, this is something that we need to talk with our kids about and then repetition, repetition, repetition. Uh. Um, and, and that's what I've done with both my kids, and you know they turned out to, to be world-class decision-makers.
0: Oh, fantastic stuff, and it's never too late to start, is it, Jim? Never. Yeah, never too late. So, let's wrap up with this. We're getting towards the end of our time, unfortunately. Man, I wish we had another hour. We'll have to have you on again here really soon. Um, But maybe for everybody out there, to understand maybe the big theme of a blueprint and setting up a plan. Jim, we are in the NFL. Uh, We're heading into the Super Bowl. It's the divisional round here. It's a sport that you and I both love. We have the Titans versus the Ravens. We have the Texans taking on the Chiefs. Vikings 49 Niners, Seahawks, Packers. Let's just maybe use uh, the NFL this weekend as maybe our, our, our sort of theme... Um, the teams that are going to be successful here, all these teams are good. Like, there's no question about it. Um, But readiness, planning, procedure, um, and execution is all going to make the difference here, play by play, uh, minute by minute in these games. And would that be sort of a good analogy for maybe people trying to comprehend the idea of setting up their blueprint, regardless of what their project or goals
1: are? It is. And and, uh, also, like uh, an NFL lineman or a back... Uh, we must be prepared to adjust. We must be ap- prepared to adapt. So, all plans, well, almost every football game uh, on both sides of the field are probably calling their first 20 plays and have thought about it for days that they know how they want to call those plays to establish their energy and their dominance. And, uh, or to, and also to set them up for something else. So we need a plan, and we need to know how we're going to get started. Uh, they also know how they want to close, and uh, uh, they know pretty much everything statistically about the other team. Then it's a matter of um, executing the basics. I mean, whoever executes the basics when the money's on the table picks up the money, and nothing more, nothing less. So the top performers, and this is why Lamar Jackson's going to get the MVP. He's relaxed, yeah, under pressure, and he makes great decisions. Uh, and he sees, especially from the QB position, he sees the whole field. And uh, you know, he, he But there's so many good quarterbacks in the NFL right now. That's what makes it so much fun. A lot of things are going to be happening. Yeah, absolutely. I only see one blowout. I think Kansas City will. Uh, We'll see. They're playing right now. We'll see, but... uh uh, all the other games look really close uh, on paper. <laughs> yep. And when I watch sports, you
0: know, it's interesting because I watch sports with this kind of a mindset. You know, I'm not, I'm a fan of sport. You know, I do have some teams that I maybe cheer for. But I really like to see not only um, what the plan is, but how the teams react to adversity and and who's just more prepared on a day-to-day basis. And that's what it's all about. It goes back to your concept of the 90-second rule, Jim Fannin. Oh, my goodness. Such a great, I, great I, I want to add.
1: I want to add one more football uh, line. You know, there is a line of scrimmage, and I coach both sides of the ball on a high professional level in the NFL. And the key is once you're that prepared, you got to get your energy flowing away from you to the other side uh, of the scrimmage line. Uh, that's your information center. Tells you when to go, where to go, how to go, and how to adjust. Once you start thinking about yourself, once you go into the past to replay a negative play, you're going to be in trouble. They're going to shove the energy right down your throat. So, you know, that's the football sense. But it's true in life. You know, once I have a blueprint, my energy must flow away from me and be fully engaged uh, in order to execute this plan. Oh,
0: here's to being fully engaged in 2020, Mr. Jim Fannin. Listen, we are absolutely out of time. Uh, thank you so much, Jim, for your insights, your information, and of course, uh, kicking us off here on 2020 with such a bang. Jim Fannin, love you, my brother, and I appreciate you and everything that you do. Uh, my best to your family. Thanks, Chef. Happy. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Be in the zone. We will be. All right, everybody. There is Mr. Bye. Jim Fannin, our good friend. And I tell you what, he's been coming on the show for years. Uh, I met Jim uh, when I was the head strength coach for the Toronto Blue Jays. We had a couple of players that were uh, working with Jim at the time, and I saw the power of that side of the game. Of course, Harvey Dorfman and Jim Fannin were two huge influences on me as a young professional at the highest level of a sport. And I can't tell you. How much you guys can use this for your kids, for yourself, in every aspect of life. I love these conversations and I have to thank Jim Fannin again for spending some time with us. Uh, We'll be looking forward to having Jim on over the course of the year as we tackle a couple of major themes here. Uh, We're going to be focusing on organizational performance and it starts right here. Whether we're talking about you and your goals for 2020 your business, your team or whatever you're looking to tackle. uh, This is where it starts setting up your blueprint blueprint and your plan. Uh, And there's a lot to be said there. We're also going to be talking about specialization, the downside of it with the greatest of intentions. Uh, We're trying to give our young athletes and our people as much as possible, but is it too much too soon? And could it be damaging? Well, the data's out there and the numbers aren't good. And of course, this year, 2020, will be back with a vengeance. The crush war on sugar rages on and we'll be talking about that. And everything associated with keeping you healthy. Listen, when it comes to performance and when everything's all set, when you have your plan, you're ready to execute. As Jim mentioned, when you're on that line of scrimmage ready to go, you got to be fueled. You got to have the energy to get it done. And uh unfortunately, I think we've lost a little bit of our sights on exactly what that energy should look like when it comes to performing in sport and life in general. So we're going to be talking about everything associated with the war on sugar as we roll through 2020. All right, conman. thanks so much for uh, today, man. A great, great show with Jim Fannin. I just love it when we have him on to kick us off in the new year.
2: Absolutely, Crusher. Uh, great show and a good way to kick off the 2020 season. Oh, man. I'm looking mm, forward lots to Lots more it. to get to. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking
0: forward to seeing how this NFL divisional play winds up. Super Bowl's on the way. We'll be talking more about that next week. And uh, speaking of next, next week and the Crush themes, we are going to be talking with Dr. Timothy Griffiths. Uh, lead physician for the Georgia Swarm and the Atlanta Braves. We'll be talking to him about specialization and as an orthopedic surgeon, uh, the things he's dealing with in our youth athletes and some of the things we need to be thinking about as we set up our athletic programs. That's all coming up next week. I want to thank again Jim Fanner for coming on today. I want to thank you for tuning in and we'll talk to you next week right here on Crush Performance. This is a Sitting Ringside with David Penzer quick fix on Radio Influence. Ladies and gentlemen, this week on City Ringside, we welcome superstar Bill Dundee from the circus in Australia to Memphis, Tennessee, to WCW and beyond. What a journey for superstar Bill Dundee. We'll talk about the entire story, including his feuds on and off with Jerry Lawler, his real life professional rivalry with guys like Jerry Lawler and Austin Idol. Plus the famous question that I've been waiting to ask. How did you get your wife to shave her head? You're going to hear the answer and much more this week on City Ringside. Sitting ringside with David Fenzer can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.